Hey guys. So a few months ago, I wrote a piece about how feeling bad is a lot like feeling cold. Many people hire a coach because they're metaphorically walking on a frozen tundra wearing nothing but a t-shirt. And I teach them three essential skills. Skill number one, how to put on a jacket, aka how to stay where you are, but not let it affect your internal state so much. Skill number two, how to move to a warmer climate, aka how to decide when an environment simply isn't right for you and it's time to make a change. And skill number three, how to tolerate being cold sometimes, aka how to just feel bad without running away from it because feeling bad is a normal part of life. And today, I'm starting a series that is gonna dive deep into skill number three. Here's why. Changing your thoughts, which is skill number one, and changing your circumstances, which is skill number two, are super fun. They're all about taking charge, making changes, and feeling better. But there will be times when you simply don't have the capacity to do one or two. There will be times when your emotions flare up so big that they seem to block out everything. Your brain goes offline, your perspective shrinks, you forget everything you ever learned, and you have no bandwidth for anything. And in those moments, you need skill number three. You need to take your focus off your external environment and put the focus on what's currently happening inside of you. Stop planning, problem solving, changing your thoughts about, or taking action on your external circumstances and shift your focus to your internal circumstances. Decide how you want to think about the thing that is currently happening inside of you. Now, there are four ways that people usually think about the thing that's currently happening inside of them. And I'm gonna show you why those four ways often aren't helpful and then give you three other ways to think about it instead. Unhelpful way number one, people believe and build on what's currently happening inside of them. Let's say your boss looks you right in the face and says, I'm disappointed in you. Your heart starts racing, break out in a cold sweat, your mind starts going at 100 miles per hour, or it goes completely blank. You're having an automatic stress response, and it's big. And your reaction to that automatic stress response is to believe and build on the story that it's telling you. Here's what that might look like. You might say to yourself, she's disappointed in me. She should be disappointed in me. Here are the three, three reasons why, and this other reason, and also this other thing. Here's what's going to happen next. She's going to fire me. Then she's going to blacklist me. No one will ever want to work with me again. My career is over. I'll be homeless and an outcast. Oh, and by the way, here are the other ways I'm also disappointing. I'm disappointing at home. I'm disappointing in my hobbies. I'm disappointing at parties. I'm disappointing at everything. It sounds funny now, but when this going on in your head, it feels really, really real. And when you believe and build on your automatic stress response, the thing happening inside of you grows bigger and bigger. Now here's unhelpful way number two. People resist and run from what's currently happening inside of them. Let's say you wrap up work for the day and you close your laptop. And as you sit there, you're quiet over the evening, you hear a little whisper in the back of your mind. It's saying, you didn't do enough. You're so behind. You need to do more. 
And as you listen to it, you start to feel tense and antsy. That soundtrack, which was drowned out by other things all day long, comes loudly into the foreground. And you're like, nope, this is too uncomfortable. And so you run, turn on the TV, grab a drink, eat something sugary, you open Instagram, you might even open your laptop again and knock out a few more emails, anything to block out that noise. But holding that feeling down is just like holding a beach ball underwater. The harder you push against it, the harder it pushes back against you. So when you slam the lid on that feeling and try to run away from it, the thing happening inside you grows bigger and bigger. Now here's unhelpful way number three. People invalidate what's currently happening inside of them. Let's say you're reading over an email that you just wrote and you start asking yourself, is that too many exclamation points? Should I say hi name or just, hey, is it clear? Is it too long? Are they gonna be mad at me when they read this? And you sit there worrying about the email and then you tell yourself, this shouldn't be stressing me out so much. People have bigger problems than this. I'm overreacting. But telling yourself that you're overreacting doesn't solve the stress that you have about the email. All it does is add a new layer of stress on top of it. You're worried about the email and you feel bad about being worried about the email. So now you have two problems instead of one. And the thing happening inside you grows bigger and bigger. Finally, unhelpful way number four, people pathologize what's currently happening inside of them. And by pathologize, I just mean see it as a disease or as something that's wrong with you. So let's say you get the big promotion that you've been waiting for. You've been working and dreaming so hard for this, but now that the day is here, you just feel numb and you feel scared. All you can think about is what if I screw this up? And then you tell yourself, what's wrong with me? Why can't I appreciate the success that I worked so hard for? Am I crazy? But wondering if you're crazy doesn't make you feel good about the promotion. All it does is add a new layer of stress on top of the stress that's already there. You're numb and you're scared and you're worried that something is wrong with you. So once again, you now have two problems instead of one. And the thing happening inside of you grows bigger and bigger. By now, you can probably see the common theme. An automatic stress response happens in your brain and in your body. A thing starts happening automatically inside of you. And when you react to the thing happening inside of you, in one of these four ways, that thing gets bigger. All four of these reactions add more fuel to a fire that you wish wasn't even burning in the first place. So how are you supposed to react? What else could you possibly think about these uncomfortable feelings and sensations and soundtracks happening inside you? Don't worry, it's not a mystery because the fact is you already know how to do this. I'm gonna show you how over the next few days in a three-part masterclass. Part one, if you can get your legs waxed, you can manage your stress. Part two, if you can eat Thanksgiving dinner, you can manage your stress. And part three, if you can give a toddler a hug, you can manage your stress. Because the reality is that the uncomfortable automatic reactions happening within you 
are actually pretty similar to other things that you already face in your life. And you already know how to handle those other things really well, which means you don't have to figure this out from scratch. You just need to bring what you're doing over there over here. And when you do, you'll still have the initial automatic reaction going off inside of you. But you'll learn how to not add fuel to the fire and not make it even worse. And you'll learn how to create the space for that initial reaction to wind itself down and peter out. And it will, I promise, no feeling lasts forever. And once the reaction has calmed down, your brain will come back online, you'll remember the things you've learned, and things won't feel quite so overwhelming. And you can get back to taking charge, making changes, and feeling better again. So stay tuned over the next few days as we dive deep into all of this. Because guys, feeling automatic stress responses all day long and then reacting to them in the four ways above is exactly how people burn out. And you can tell if you're on this trajectory right now. If you heard me talk about those four unhelpful ways and you're thinking, oh yeah, I totally do all of that. And that fire that you're talking about has been growing for months and months, if not years, then it's time for you to hire a coach because I don't want you to spend another day letting this fire get bigger and bigger. The longer that you stay in burnout mode, the longer it will take you to recenter and recover. And I don't want you to drag this out for months or years when this is a simple, fixable problem. I will teach you the tools in session one, customized to your unique situation. And then you'll start implementing right away. No reading and thinking about it and then forgetting about it. Coaching guarantees complete follow-through. And then I'll be right there with you to keep you on track and accountable every step of the way, because this is getting done. So let's get started today. Go to the link above and book a free coaching consult.